0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. Hey, it's not just another day. It's
1: Friday.
0: <laughs> yes, it Knight, <laughs> yes, it is indeed. By
1: the way,
0: yes, it is indeed. Who is that? By the way,
1: I I didn't hear your yeah. name. I, I I think it's Bill Knight. I'm uh, not I, sure. Let, let me go we'll look a, in the mirror. Right
0: I didn't want to have me. a strange. I didn't want to be talking to some stranger who uh, you know walked through the room and found the mic. I'm, I'm glad it's you. Um, Strangers in the night. <laughs> hey, uh, first of all. Sad news uh, yesterday, I couldn't believe Mm -hmm. this. 54 years old, Lisa Marie Presley. I mean, I I saw her grow up. You know, I still think of her as a a young girl. 54 years old. I saw pictures of her at the Golden Globes, a video too, and she looked fabulous. She looked beautiful and happy, and Mm -hmm. uh, she suddenly dropped dead yesterday. I can't get over that. That's... That's unbelievable. You think these people are going to go on and on? But you made a very good point before we went on the air about the Presley uh, family.
1: Yeah, apparently on Elvis's side, uh, a lot of of members of the family died in their late 40s, early 50s of a heart condition. Now, does that mean this is not kind of unusual and strange? Because I don't know what her... Thing was, she was at the Golden Globes, everything was looking good, and she just dropped suddenly. Usually when somebody has mm. a heart condition, Elvis, there were signs that things weren't quite right. and you know, He was overweight and, he, and the drugs and, and everything, but that wasn't really here. And there's a lot of people just like her that have been going along. They look good one day. The next day, they're just doing whatever it is, and they drop yeah. right then and there. Boom. And uh, you know there's a lot
0: of that happening right now Bill and it it seems to be more than coincidental. I mean mm-hmm. uh we have athletes, young athletes, 19 years old, 20, 21 years old, basketball players, uh, soccer players, American football players. I mean there mm-hmm. there are people dropping. Some of them they rescue like the DeMar Hamlin. Thank God he was rescued and he's out of the hospital now. He's Back home and recuperating, he's going to be going through a period of time of physical therapy. But yeah. for for the most part, he is in remarkably good shape. If they didn't have the crew uh, at the football field to initiate uh, CPR when they when they did, he would be dead right now. He wouldn't he wouldn't be with us. And a lot of other people obviously don't have that uh, luxury of having a, a, a crew nearby, and they are dying. I mean, I, had yeah, a, I have no. a list in, in my stack of stuff. If I can find it, I, 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 I could read some of the names. It is extensive of, of healthy, young, strong people who are dropping over. Now, I'm not saying Lisa Marie uh, was that, you know, falls into that category. Although she looked great, like I said, just Sunday night. She looked young and healthy and strong and happy. And, um, you got to wonder, you got to wonder what the heck is going on. Now people say, what are you talking about? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Now I, I'm going to say what other people are, are thinking. A lot of people are saying that it's the, something to do with the vaccine that we all took. Now we all took, not some people were were uh, adamant not to take it, but, uh, uh, I, and some of them didn't take the full regimen. I didn't take the full, full regimen, but I did take the first two. So, uh, you, you, you got to wonder. But then again, it seems to be going after and affecting younger people, you know?
1: Yeah. It, but, and it's, it's, it's crossing over, too. I mean, there are people that uh, are vaxxers and no vaxxers. So it makes me wonder if it's a little bit uh, different or more widespread. And uh, whatever's causing it has another way of entry into our bodies. Well, you so, know, Bill, you know, you might be
0: there's a lot of talk. Have you heard people? That's an interesting point. Some some people wonder about those contrails. Are they aerosolizing uh, something? You know, we we talked about they're they're looking at in China uh, making the mosquito a form
1: of. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, to, to deliver it.
0: A, yeah, a delivery system. A mm-hmm. mosquito which I, I don't understand because how can you program a mosquito to do it once to that person and not twice or three times you know
1: U- unless well, you have yeah, one that's, d- that's a good point point. and the other point is okay well china's going this is just for china don't worry about it yeah i i remember hearing <laughs> yeah. about uh, you know bees certain type of bees that came over the killer bee yeah that was down in south we got in south america oh don't worry it about it up. it's,
0: it's going to stay in south america
1: Yeah, it it never would get here, and then, boom, it does. Yes. You know, so, yeah, you know what? You might be a non vaxxer You might might be doing all the protocols to stay safe. Mm -hmm. And one day you wake up and you go, yeah, I'm not feeling so good myself lately either. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Well, you got to wonder. You got to
0: wonder, can they put it in food uh, without you knowing it? I mean, there's a lot of other things, other ways of introducing... I wish I had the tape. Speaking of uh, conspiracy theories, I heard something yesterday which I wanted to, wanted to record and play it for you, Bill, because it just drove a point home. Bill Gates was being interviewed about Jeffrey Epstein. Did you see this? No. no was, I,
1: was, I thought you were going with the farmland stuff. He goes, no. oh, there's nothing sinister going on here. There's no well, agenda on all the you, farmland. You would have up. to see this video. This
0: is he, the questionnaire says. Look at uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You were there. You're on the records. He says, "I know it," and he got irritated. Gates, I don't usually see him. I know I was there, and I know it was a, it was wrong, and I shouldn't have done it, and I, I sh- really wouldn't do it again. And the Good person front. go to Epstein Island, okay, with this pervert, this uh, pedophile. But all right. Well, uh, what did he do when he was there? That's the question. Well, the interviewer said, would you do it again? And he said, no, I just told you. And besides, he looks at the camera, and he says, in a sinister way, seriously, besides, he's dead, and he smiled. He's dead, and he smiled. Meaning, well, it looked like he was saying he he took him out. He's dead. And someone said, it's so true, Look, when you're a billion, one of the richest men in the world, you're a multi-billionaire. You got all the money in the world. You, the person said, you get the best stakes, you get the best women, you get the best of everything, the best houses, and you get whatever wish you want. Meaning, if you want someone uh, disappeared, you can. They can make it happen. Yeah. So I'm not saying Bill Gates did that. But the, if you saw the videotape, it gave you chills. Make you wonder. Yeah. I mean, Pretty sad. this is a guy, by the way, who's buying up all your farmland. He's becoming a farmer. Farmer Bill, buying up acres upon acres of farmland. He's, I think, the biggest farm owner in the
1: country now. Yeah, and he plans to buy more, and he says there's nothing... There is no hidden agenda, nothing sinister going on. Don't worry. You know when somebody goes, "Don't worry, I got this." You know, wait for the explosion.
0: <laughs> that's tr- that's so true. That's true. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Speaking of nothing to see here, yesterday another another huge story, monumental story, was the one about uh, about Joe Biden. Here is mm. Merrick Garland when he made the announcement
1: yesterday.
2: Good afternoon. I'm here today to announce the appointment of Robert Herr as a special counsel pursuant to Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. I'm joined today by John Lausch, the U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, who conducted the initial investigation into the matter that I will describe today. On the evening of November fourth, 2022, the National Archives Office of Inspector General contacted a prosecutor at the Department of Justice. It informed him that the White House had notified the archives that documents bearing classification markings were identified at the office of the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, located in Washington, D.C. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. The prosecutor was also advised that those documents had been secured in an archives facility. On November 9th, the FBI commenced an assessment consistent with standard protocols to understand whether classified information had been mishandled in violation of federal law. On November 14th, pursuant to section 600.2b of the special counsel regulations, I assigned US Attorney Lausch to conduct an initial investigation inform my decision whether to appoint a special counsel. Mr. Lausch has served as a U.S. attorney in Chicago since 2017. Before that, he spent more than a decade as an assistant U.S. attorney in that same office. I selected him to conduct the initial investigation because I was confident his experience would ensure that it would be done professionally and expeditiously. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's counsel informed Mr. Lausch that those documents were among other records from the period of the president's service as vice president. The FBI went to the location and secured those documents. On January 5th, 2023, Mr. Lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Based on Mr. Lausch's initial investigation, I concluded that, under the special counsel regulations, it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. In the days since, while Mr. Lausch continued the investigation, the department identified Mr. Herr for appointment as special counsel. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware.
0: You know, I I see an Abbott and Costello routine uh, with Mm. that guy's name. I see them saying, did he find the documents? No, her. No, did he? Who? Her. (laughs) Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. It's on third. Um, You... Yesterday afternoon I I talked with Bill on the phone and Bill said Oh boy. Bill said to me he's he, they found more documents. I said yeah, they found I found a second batch over in uh, in the garage and you said to me
1: No, 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 no. That's
0: right. I said what do you mean no, 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 no? He said no, and there's more. <laughs> yeah, and
1: and and there's even more. I I what I'm hearing now is that there's even more since yesterday. This document trail goes on and on, and there's a lot of different things to impact uh, to unpack here. And we kind of have the same thought about something, because I mentioned it yesterday, that there might be a bigger underlying thing going on here. But let's go back to the beginning. His Delaware home, well, let's even go further back than that. As vice president, you don't have the right, the authority to take classified documents out, even to an office across town. You can't do that and declassify and some of these documents left before he was president or running for president but after he was vice president and that means he stole documents
0: that's exactly right that's what uh, i have audio and uh, uh, from a guy named mike davis talking to steve bannon on uh, on his war room program yesterday, yesterday before the appointment of the special prosecutor and what he said, is exactly what you said. It reaffirms what you just said that as vice president, you don't have the same power that you have as president. The president can look at a, doc, a box of documents and say, everything in that box is declassified, effective
1: immediately, and it's done or supposed to be. Vice president. And, see, and how they're trying to get Trump because they know that Trump can declassify at any time, anywhere, anyhow so they can make hay about it but he had that authority so what they're trying to do is say no it's these other documents over here you see that really aren't classified documents but they were taken out and they're trying to go with an old statute on that well that's 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 stealing they're so trying they to say that, he, that they're
0: trying to say that he uh tried to uh, obstruct the justice obstruct the in- investigation uh, and that's not the case because Trump, if you remember, before they had the raid, he he invited the FBI to come down and go through the uh, the area where these documents were secured and make sure everything was just fine. And they did. And they said, yeah, it's fine. And
1: they left. Yeah. And then they well, mo- now, moved the gold The purse. house in Delaware, where the things were found, you pointed out to me that that was actually uh, Hunter's romper room where he uh, had his parties and... We don't even know that Joe owns it. It could be owned by the Chinese, as far as we know. So Actually, they said it's owned by Hunter. That's what I heard this
0: morning. They said, you're going to check and find that Delaware home that Joe calls his
1: summer residence is is owned by Hunter Biden. So there were foreign agents in there where illegally obtained classified documents were. And the Penn Center got dark money from China in the tune of, what, $47 million? An amazing amount of money. I haven't got the exact figure, but a
0: a lot of money, yes.
1: Yeah, a lot of money, so there's a lot going on here. But I came to a conclusion yesterday, you know, that Trump was being railroaded, you know, in in so many ways, and I think everybody knows that now. Um, And, you know, the Democrats are all quick to do everything, but I don't know that they didn't realize that they were puppets on a string too. And now the people that are pulling those strings don't want Joe around anymore. They want Trump gone. They want Joe gone. And I'm not saying Joe didn't steal these documents. I'm not saying he's dirty and nefarious because he is, but I'm saying he didn't see this coming because they're done with Joe. They want to replace them. They have somebody that they want to put in, and I think you could see a big change in Washington, D.C. in the next two weeks to three and 90 days. Joe looked, and you think that too. Joe looks
0: seriously, um, surprised about the documents, which and he's not a good actor, by the way. You can, no. he has tells, he has tells all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, so. But he seriously looked like he was surprised that th- there were documents. And at first I thought, I oh, he's lying. But I thought about it a little bit. And I thought, you know. Uh, what if? It, what if those documents were, were planted? What if somebody put those documents there specifically to uh, put Joe's derriere in the fire? I think that's a, a possibility. Consider this. If you had a room full of junk that you wanted removed, would you send your lawyers over to clean out the closet, or would you send two men in a truck or something like that to clean out the closet, okay? Mm -hmm. He sent lawyers, and then the lawyers found the documents, we're led to believe, and the lawyers, and they're your lawyers, by the way. You would think they would contact you first, but no they went to the Department of Justice with these documents, and essentially ra- ratted on Joe, squealed on
1: Joe. So they, yeah, he got set up, and that's that. It's like an internal mob hit on somebody in, in its own family that they want out. Yeah, absolutely. This is, and and they find more documents
0: in other rooms and other places. Hypothetically, let's say, and I'm being a conspiracy theorist. There, I love that term because you know it's a relatively new term. It was created during the Kennedy administration by the New York Times, conspiracy yeah. theory, a conspiracy theorist, uh, and they made it into a mm, bad thing. Crazy to be thinking beyond the parameters of a of a of a theory. I mean, c- crazy if if. If you were a scientist and you weren't a conspiracy theorist, meaning you didn't think outside of the box, then you wouldn't be a good scientist, right? So here we are talking about politics, thinking outside of the lines, and they call you conspiracy theorist. Well, but uh, there's a A possibility.
1: conspiracy theory is just an unproven fact.
0: That's exactly right. I saw a meme, uh, and it was so true. It it said, uh, congratulations, conspiracy theorist for 2020 2021 and 2022 and you were right you were right on, on all three of those years <laughs> exactly yeah uh, um i I think that uh, Joe could be being set up and and they want him out because you know he was getting ready to make the full court press on his on his next run for the presidency he really believes that he won the first one I, he's one of these guys that convinces himself. If you watch the uh, 1988 press conference where he's telling everybody about how many degrees he had and how many uh, schools he went to and the honor rolls, he believed, he, it. He believed it. And yeah. then somebody had to tell him, no, Joe, you didn't do any of that stuff. Oh, say what? You know, people forget, and they have a short memory. I think it was 1988 when he ran for the presidency. And he, had, and he had to remove himself from the uh, running because he got caught in a lie.
1: Sam Donaldson that was the guy that took him down. Exactly. So with everything, and and you know, Sam just rattled it off, right? You know, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Uh, faster than Joe could respond. And Joe didn't stutter when he s- said all that, and he didn't stutter when he goes, "Well, I'm stupid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've done some dumb things." Well, yes, you he, have. He, he <laughs> was a Neil Kinnock, who's
0: a uh, uh, politician in in England, uh, who was running, I guess, for office uh, in England unsuccessfully. And, but he had a great speech about, you know, I'm the first man in my family to, to oh, go man. to college. And so Joe liked that speech so much that Joe literally took it word for word and took out Kinnick's real, his name, and put Biden in, in his place. He read it to, uh, at, at, I guess, a couple of uh, political rallies. And somebody said, I've heard that before. And found that it was stolen. Word for word, he got caught mm-hmm. doing that too. Joe is, Joe is not the most truthful man on the planet, and uh, I do think that uh, he will probably convince himself. He'll convince himself of whatever he wants to convince himself of. He he will convince himself that he should run in twenty twenty four because the country needs him. He will ignore. Well, he's the, already convinced himself but of that. He will. Con- he will ignore the fact that he's killed our economy, killed our border security. He's he's ruined our 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 uh, stance uh, militarily in the in the world by destroying what we had in Afghanistan. I mean, there was an honorable way of getting out, and then there was a half-ass way of getting out, and that's how how he got
1: out of Afghanistan. There are more. Um... There are more boxes uh, that are going to be released. (laughs) I hear tell that they've got more documents. And he's going to be forced to just sit there and say, you know what? I quit. I resign. Yeah. I actually see it coming in the next two weeks, but I could be dead wrong on this. No, I think we
0: we talked about this. I I call it the, uh, it's the Nixon option. Yeah. And they're going to give it to him. I think they're going to say, look at Joe, you, you have an option. You can resign. And we won't pursue any more charges. We'll drop the investigation on Hunter. We'll just let everything go away. And you can disappear, fade away into the sunset, and lead a life of peace with, with all your your uh, ill-begotten gains from selling the country down the drain. Or you can dig your feet in, and we're going to come after you and destroy you and your family.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, it's a shame we're going to let Hunter go, but that's probably what's going to happen. And then we will have the first woman president of the United States. Wow, and you'll hear more
0: of her cackle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've waited <laughs> for this opera.
0: <laughs> well, I have a question for you.
1: <laughs> uh, my broom just fell down on the corner. <laughs>
0: Bill, do you think that she will be the president for any period of time, or do you think the uh, House will file impeachment charges against her based upon her lack of performance on the border? Because she was appointed the border czar. It was her responsibility.
1: Well, I think the Republicans will go after her. But I think, you know, it it depends on, you know, we talk about the deep state, the deep state, the higher power, whoever this this cabal is, they have the agenda. They know what they want to do. Look, we had the air traffic go down in the United States, which was weird. Yes. At the same time, it went down in the Philippines. You didn't know about that, but it did. Right. Now, Canada had that happen yesterday. What are they rehearsing for?
0: Yeah, it went down until two thirty on the same day as the one we had. It was the day before yesterday. Yes. it it was longer. By the way, they said it was fixed, Bill. Last night there were still areas where there were outages, but they did. Yeah, they they're... told you it was fixed.
1: Yeah, and you know now what's Pete doing about this? Well, do an investigation and give me a memo on it, Pete. You don't know what you're doing. You're you're now. This is not to, to ridicule him. He was put into a position that he had no previous, you know, knowledge of. He knows nothing about what it is that he's in charge of. So So, how is he going to do anything to fix it or get to the bottom of it? He's not. But then again, maybe he wasn't supposed to know anything in the position he was put into. You know, I was thinking
0: uh, as I was uh, preparing for the show this morning that um, a lot of people in this country today don't remember the Nixon option. They don't remember Watergate because they weren't alive when Watergate, or they were real small and they didn't understand what was happening when mm-hmm. when uh, Nixon was forced out of office. And by the way, you know, Bill, he was actually less guilty than
1: Joe is on a lot of things. I mean, he, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah there. He, he said, you know, and he, I'm not a crook. <laughs> and he believed that, and uh I think he was more sane than Joe was he did a lot of great things, but the point is somebody didn't want him in, and they knew just how to you know needle that threat- or thread that needle and uh, stitch that 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 situation up and then yeah. yeah they they forced him to just say, "Look, you don't want to fight us, you don't want to fight this." Hillary was the person that drew up the impeachment papers, uh, if you remember. She's been around she for a got while. An evil past. Ooh, she's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So she is an evil witch, and she's got a daughter that's just like her. <laughs> well, I got a question. Do you think it was
0: uh, one of the uh, three-letter intelligence agencies who might have been behind this? You're finding out every day that uh, you know when Schumer said, uh, "Do I have the?" Uh, do I have Schumer saying it? Yeah. I gotta I gotta play this Schumer said this uh, about uh, three year two and a half years ago but it it holds true today listen you take on the intelligence community they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you so even for a practical supposedly hard-nosed businessman he's being really dumb to do this he said that in an interview six ways to Sunday to get back here the intelligence agencies now as an American citizen, Uh, Looking from the outside in, I thought that they worked for the president, period. All these agencies Mm -hmm. work for the president. But what Schumer said and what I'm learning as I get older is they may be be the power behind the government. It may not be the presidency. They may think that, hey, presidents come and go. We're here forever. You know, presidents move on. They think they have all the power. We allow them to feel like they have the power but if we don't like him we have ways of removing him
1: yeah i i've never believed that the you know uh, the president is a figurehead and it's to allow people to believe that they have say in what happens in america and i think you're seeing if you if you step back you don't have to believe what we say but just take take it in step back and take a good look and go you know reflect upon it and you'll be going Wait a minute. Uh, maybe uh, I don't have to say. Maybe this is all just a show. Yeah, you know, you're just part of a show, and it's just there to keep the to the, the keep your focus off of what's really going on. And the United States, I hate to say it, is not uh, that saintly. It's not as we're not as innocent. We are so easily
0: distracted as a people i mean they can distract you at, at, with a snap of a finger i mean we have we have regimented distractions like uh football games and and super bowls and things like that and everybody gets all caught up in their in their football uh pools and things like that fantasy football right but other things come along and distract us and and the news cycle distracts you you'll focus for for one day on the air system going down which should be a story that that mainstream media should have followed for the entire week at least because it's that big a story they should have sent investigative teams out to find out where the systems broke down they should have talked to computer experts could one little computer somewhere knock the entire system down I mean there should have been reports all week long but with a snap of a finger the story went away. We went into yeah. we we went into Joe Biden and and the documents and all these different things and that story the important story the whole week may not be Biden's documents. I mean that's just going to be political show uh for for a period of time. They're going to have uh they'll have hearings. And they'll have uh, meetings and they'll have uh, all these different uh, experts pontificating on what will happen next when the real problem may be what happened, what took our our system down, will it happen again? Because it happened the week before. We talked about this yesterday. It -hmm. happened in Florida on a smaller scale and knocked their their air system down for uh, a considerable period of time. And they said, well, that won't happen again. It happened a week later for the entire country.
1: Yeah, something is being tested, and I have no idea what they're, what they're doing, why they're doing it. But what they're showing is, is that we have vulnerable airspace. And that's kind of alarming. Not kind of, it is alarming.
0: Well, you said it yesterday. You asked the question... You know, are we being tested? Is somebody testing our systems? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it intentional? Did someone move something in or out of our country and they didn't want anybody to know what was happening? And the only way they could do it would be to knock down that system.
1: Well, you know, think about it now. Our, our, our you know, you're you're looking at, you're testing the system and how vulnerable it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, attacks on our uh, power grid. That's a, oh, that's an excellent observation. Yes. So what else are we going, and our food supply is, is we're going to have problems. Even Joe said, well, there's going to be things that you can't expect to see on the shelf anymore. Wait a
0: second. You have hit the nail on the proverbial head. Uh, excuse me. I just got a. Ding on my oh. watch. I have no idea why my watch is dinging, but it just dinged me. <laughs> you probably heard that. Maybe yep. it was maybe it was the fact that I had it. You had an interesting idea, and the ding went off. Um, no, but it's so true. We've had hundreds of food processing plants exactly destroyed. Nobody yeah. is talking about it, and they're surprised, by the way, when there's an egg shortage. That's the latest thing. We have uh, infant formula. That shortage still exists. They're just not talking about it anymore. And uh, i got to turn my watch off. (laughs) It sounds like I'm in a train station and the train's pulling it. No, actually, your watch is saying, shut up, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Maybe. Um, The other thing is the power grid has been manipulated. Uh, People have been arrested for for being part of a, a group, but they're not saying they got the whole group. Uh, what is it, in Oregon and uh, yeah. also down in uh, North Carolina? Uh, they've had power grid uh, problems where they've actually attacked the facilities?
1: Now, what else could they attack? You got airspace, you got food, you got power. And what else is a necessity of life? Well, we got gas. It's, that's a questionable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, water, water. What happens if our water supply, uh, our treatment plants get attacked?
0: Well, oh, God, don't give anybody an idea. That, that that would be awful. But, you know, yes, there's so many other things, but that would be cr- critical. That would be critical. If they attacked our water supply, you you got to hope that we have enough security to protect the vulnerable systems, but who knows?
1: Who knows? You know, I, and this is not an advertisement for, you know, a prepper service. Although, if somebody has a prepper service— you might want to yeah. buy the advertising, but uh, because there's a lot of weird things going on. You know, it's and not
0: coincidence, Bill. No, it's not coincidence. People think, oh, it's just a coincidence. No, but food supplies being tampered with. Also, how about the uh, the uh, the supply chain into the country from foreign countries has been uh, disrupted. We have ships still to this day. Parked off the coast of California, <laughs> waiting to come in because they're having a problem unloading ships.
1: Yeah, but we're not it's, talking about it's it. It's amazing what is going down, and you know, we we still have the trucks are rolling. Uh, what's going on with the railroad strikes? You know, on off on off on off, and now we don't hear anything after the Christmas holiday. Uh, did they ever ratify it, or are we just kind of moping along, and it's just going to blow up? You know. Another good question.
0: And in the meantime, we're being distracted by things like, hey, you're going to have to get rid of your gas stove. Because Richard yeah. Trumpka Jr. said that the gas stove should uh, be removed because they're dangerous. It's like having a car in your house, which is nonsense. We've had gas stoves in houses for 150 years, and nobody has had any issue with it. All of a sudden, it becomes a spooky big deal that we have to all be concerned about. Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, there, there's too much going on here. and uh, Boy, that thing about when you say water supply,
0: Bill, I didn't even think about that, but you got to wonder. And if anybody bu- with any power out there is listening and you haven't thought about that, you might want to uh, make sure that our— You
1: might want to protect it because yeah. that is a very vulnerable thing uh, that it wouldn't take much for somebody to throw something— Dump a case of fentanyl in the water Oh, my God, Bill, don't even suggest it. But
0: you're right. You're right. And, you know, this fathead in Washington is doing nothing to protect our borders. And we have more fentanyl in this country now than you could ever imagine. And Mm -hmm. from what I understand with fentanyl, that if you touch too many pills without gloves on, you you can enter your body through your pores. If you breathe in the powder from fentanyl, it can it can
1: take you out. I mean, it doesn't take much yeah. to kill you. No, it doesn't. So we are very susceptible, very vulnerable. The air traffic control things, uh, we're being tested. Hey, we also have a full-scale, unabashed war going on
0: within uh, 20 miles of our border. In, in, in Mexico, and you hear nothing about it in this country. I mean, they have anti-aircraft weapons, they have uh, rocket launches, they have uh, uh, street-to-street, uh, door-to-door fighting going on in Mexico. The cartels against the Mexican government, nobody's talking about it. It's like it doesn't exist, and it's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and where is the media? Where is this media that we, we were told, uh, you know, Truth, justice, and the American way. The media is a compliant
1: puppy dog mouthpiece for a certain group of people, period. And that's it. Well, the media is too small anymore to go out and adequately cover all the stories if that was their intent. So they cover what they're told. Hell, look at Andrea Mitchell the other day. You know, she, she cut to somebody and they were doing a, 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 an abortion thing. And uh, the guy was saying, well, you know, the lady is pro-life. is how she identifies. Andrea Mitchell cut the guy off and sat there and said, uh, I just want to be clear on this, that pro-life is not an accurate description. Are you serious? I'm serious. You can look up that audio. And she's dissing one of her fellow broadcasters who's just saying, this is how this person identifies. But you know what? You know, I guess uh, journalist is not an accurate def- uh, description of what Andrea Mitchell is. You know, because uh, she's not a journalist. Well, she's a mouthpiece. She's mot-piece. not digging into the stories. She's she's and- a mouthpiece. I, I you know, uh, they have
0: uh, a They're different redefining pro life. They have a different uh approach toward a totally different approach toward it's 180 degrees by the way. Uh approach uh, towards life. Mm-hmm. Uh the pro the pro life people believe that life begins at the moment of conception and it shouldn't be interrupted by any any method at all. That's what they truly believe. From the moment the sperm uh, fertilizes the egg, that's when life begins because from that point on, cells begin to multiply and never stop multiplying until that person passes away uh, whenever, 80 years, 90 years later. Um, that's what they believe. And mm-hmm. people on the other end of the scale say that anything that happens uh, in utero uh, during that nine month period uh, is pre-life to them. It doesn't really exist until the baby is born. It's breathing on its own, sitting—you know—it's in a, a, a bassinet next to the mom, and that's when well, they're life trying begins. to
1: redescribe that too—the post-life thing. Well, if the baby is born with some kind of thing, you know, the condition. And you're going, well, we got to get it to the hospital. Well, that baby could have all kinds of complications. And it's a drain on the resources. Just let it die. You don't believe,
0: Bill? Listen to this. Gerald Nadler. Jerry Nadler from New York. Listen to what he says. The problem with this bill is not that it makes anything... That It's not that it provides any new protection for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant or it may not that is the problem with this bill it, it, it um, um, directs and, and mandates a certain medical care which may not be appropriate which may be endanger the life of an infant in certain circumstances That's why we oppose this bill. That guy's amazing. He was saying that you shouldn't take the baby if it's born alive after an abortion procedure. You shouldn't take that baby to be resuscitated and to be brought back to health. What he's saying, it endangers the life of that baby by transporting it to a hospital to get that urgent care. What he's saying is you should leave the baby on the table after it's born and just let it die. That's what he's
1: saying. Yeah. And you know what? All the Democrats are lockstep with that.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I heard a woman, one of his colleagues, say the same thing on the floor of the House. I would have played it, but it would have just been redundant. She was saying the same thing he said.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that's why I took issue with the, uh, the pro-life is not an accurate description. And I read what their new description is. And I'm like going, no, 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 no. You're changing the narrative. You're changing the description. If you look at pro-life inaccurate description, you'll see uh, what they call it now. They're changing it right before our very eyes. And a year down the road, that's what people will believe and think it always was because nobody questions anything. Well, uh... Again, a lot of things happening in
0: D.C. and uh, going on in our world right now. The news cycle is not, uh, is not silent by any stretch of the imagination. We should pause and remind people, if you want to comment on what we're talking about, you can. All you have to do is call us at 833 Leave your message. Say, hey, Jim, hey, Bill, uh, listen to your show. You know, you were talking about so-and-so, and uh, here's what I think. And then you say what you think, and if it's something worth repeating, we'll play it.
1: Yeah. Now, you can also sit there and uh, drop us a a note. You could record some audio and attach the file. It's uh, mail at itsanotherday.com. You can also send it to mail at crnamerica.com. So easy to uh, reach out and get in touch with us, and if we say this a thousand times, we'll get four or five people responding. Yeah. That's how if, that works. If you haven't
0: uh, heard CRN America, you should give it a listen because it mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like a radio network. Uh, you, if you tune into it, CRNAmerica.com, and hit the play button, it's like turning a radio on mid-show and you hear whatever wherever it is in the stream. And what happens yeah. is it, we're playing multiple shows of our program right now, but in the future... Our intent is to uh, invite and have other host other programs on CRN America, and, uh, and to build it into a viable talk uh, network.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I mean, this is money out of our pocket. I'm not asking for money from anybody right now, neither is Jim. We're doing it because we want to do it. We think it's important. Now, I'm trying not to sneeze right now while I'm talking. So <laughs> it's you one of those days. I get finger holding my nose. You I know? get
0: dings on my phone, and you're trying not to
1: sneeze. What a show! <laughs> yeah. well, looks like I got my finger up my nose. Is what it looks like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we think it's important, and that's why we're doing it. If it if it leads into something very cool then that's going to be great, too. So, you know, we're having fun with it and doing it, and we've hit some glitches on the way, you know? I mean... uh, And by the way, if you are somebody who has a
0: business, and let's say your business uh, is one that would benefit by reaching people around not just our country but around the world, uh, this might be a platform you should investigate. It would be cost-effective. We have probably 50, 50 countries downloading our program all over the world, different places: South America, in uh, Asia, Central Asia, Europe. A lot of countries in Europe are downloading our program. Uh, we and you gotta, you gotta love this. We don't even know how the heck these people found us in many cases, but they have. You know what? Uh, what do they say? Water seeks its own its own level. Uh, maybe that's yeah. the the nature of this type of program. Uh, we haven't We've
1: always been grassroots word of mouth. And that's the way that we we started it. That's probably the way we're going to keep it going. But as a grassroots system grows, it does grow. The lawn gets thicker and bigger. And uh, that's we're starting to experience that. We're seeing that a lot. And it, it's a fun process. And if you want to be a part
0: of our program, you want to advertise on our program, all you have to do is uh, contact us at those numbers uh, we, the number we mentioned, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868, or you can contact us at the email address.
1: So, yeah, the mail at itsanotherday.com or mail at crnamerica.com. Um, or you could get a carrier pigeon. And, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, put a little tiny uh, note on its leg and throw it out your window. I, yeah, I'm just it, saying.
1: We have a lot of those. It it would be my luck the carrier pigeon would fly over and drop the message on my head. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the wrong (laughs) message.
0: (laughs) Uh, But anyway, getting back to what's happening in the world, we, we learned something else that's going on this morning. And I was amazed by this. You know, there's a lot of things happening in the Ukraine at this moment that we're not privy to because they've decided that uh, for the time being, it's going to be a sub-story. We're not going to focus too much attention. We don't want to burn out the American people on the Ukraine. So we're talking about Joe's documents. We're talking about all these other stories that will take our attention away from the Ukraine. But the Ukraine is a very important story because— you know, Russia hasn't changed their attitude. They still want to win that war. And they're still not happy with our participation in that war, our financial support, our military support. And, and you don't want to get the uh, second or third largest military power in the world angry with you because, you know, they have terrible weapons, too. But that being said, this morning, Bill and I were talking as we were Getting our show prep together, and Bill said, "You got to hear this story. This is amazing. This was just announced, and nobody's talking about this—about a new weapon that we have just oh, okay. developed."
1: Yeah, well, it came because I was talking about uh, that Canada is giving four hundred million dollars to uh, the uh, their air defense to the Ukraine, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, we got something better than that," and I sure as hell hope we don't give it to them. But you can look this up. Uh, what we're what we have now is uh, a laser system that is uh, being put on the uh, DDG 51 destroyers, mm-hmm. and they're in production right now. Some 20 ships, new ships, with these laser cannons. Wow! Right? This is like Star Wars. This is yeah, like they're, they're <laughs> called the uh, Helios uh, for high energy laser with optical dazzler and surveillance. A system now arming some. DDG-51 destroyers with offensive and defensive weapons capabilities. Now, what's interesting is that these laser guns, cannons, whatever they are, uh, can be tied in or are tied into an AI system. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I guess you would put it in defense mode, self-defense mode, and that thing... It thinks for itself. It thinks for itself, and will take out and engage anything that what
0: what, what this means right is up until recently when you had to fire on something from a ship or an artillery uh, a battery somewhere you had to take the coordinates you had to chart a a, a map of how you're going to do it you know with the trajectory and all these things had to be figured out before you pulled the trigger what this this system does that bill was talking about with the AI is it instantly calculates all that stuff,
1: I mean instantly, and then fires by itself. And apparently there's some 20 ships in production. They have been testing this, deploying this, uh, I think, what do they call it? The uh, the DDG-51 Flight 3 destroyers. So, and apparently what they're going to have are the hypersonic missiles and the laser system on it. That is pretty scary.
0: So, when if Russia were to fire a hypos- hypersonic missile on the U.S., well, I guess the ship possibly could take it out. And you know, they're telling us about this weapon. We're learning about this weapon. It's it's publicly being you know put out in the open there, and you can read about mm-hmm. the Helios art uh, uh, piece. What do they call it? Helios gun. Well, I don't
1: know. I got Helios, uh, which is for high-energy lasers. So yeah, people are just saying laser. And apparently this story has been out since April of uh, 2022. So, so it's if, been out there for a while. Some 4 million people have accessed it. But
0: You know, uh, they say they say they, we're like five weapons behind what we know about. So we know about the, the, the laser weapon. You got to wonder, what else do we know about? What else is out there being developed or has been developed and we have, and then we're just not talking about anywhere, to yeah. anybody.
1: It's almost like that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with, uh, what was the lady that uh, was Miss America for a while, and then uh, either way, I think it was Vanessa called uh, Erased, yeah. Uh, I think it was called Erased or yeah. something like that. Yeah, About yeah. the gun that could, you know, it's almost like that. Maybe, uh, maybe even uh, <laughs> more dangerous than that, so... It's, it's, it's cool in one aspect, scary in another, but you know what? If you're going to be on a side that has a weapon, I'd want to have this weapon on my side. Wow. Uh, uh, to be able to
0: destroy uh, a ship or an airplane or a missile by simply pointing a, a laser weapon at it, that's Star Wars. That's uh, the yeah. lightsaber. That's, you know, and, and if they can do that with a gun on the ship... It won't be long before they miniaturize it, and people will have uh, their own personal sidearm version of that weapon. But, you know, I almost think that there'll come a time when we won't have human beings fighting our wars. There'll be machines fighting other machines.
1: What was it? There was a navy, the one country that had a fleet out that was automated.
0: They had an automated Well, navy. we have that. We have ships, we have destroyers, and things like that that go out for six months at a time. There's no one on board; it's all computerized. They're drones. They call them
1: nautical drones. And well, you know, you could do that. You could put those missiles on it. That 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 ship could have an AI that answers to one place, and that's it. And it could sit there and go on a pre-programmed uh, killing spree. Bill, guess, they have you know, I don't know. They have fighter jets on navy ca- on the carriers.
0: ...that have no people on it. Fighter jets, they're drones, essentially. They're all pre-programmed. They're all AI. They can communicate back and forth to the ship, but there's no pilot. And that, I do think, is where we're going to go when it comes to... uh, The pilot will be the thing of the past. The pilot will be obsolete in the not-too-distant future. Well,
1: right now, the pilot is sitting in uh, some kind of bunker somewhere flying that that aircraft
0: that's you know, right uh, they, they what do they say to... down in Nevada someplace there's a, a, a base maybe it's Edwards Air Force Base I don't know in California where they have these areas where they're a little uh, they're like uh, they look like huge outhouses but each one mm-hmm. of them is each one of them is a pilot flying a drone and that drone may be over the Middle East he can and he's in the, he can see everything like he was in the plane except he's not at risk.
1: Yeah, it's like he's playing a video game. I mean, I remember a kid going off to military school, and uh, because my son, you know, they went to school together, and he went to his going away party after graduation. He was going off to training camp for that, and he's deployed somewhere, I don't know where it is, not too far away, and he sits in a little shed or something, whatever it is, you know, a storage container that has all this sophisticated electronics and gear that nobody knows where he is, but he can sit there and, uh, yeah, you need to go take this out. That's right. And a drone takes off from someplace, somewhere that, you know,
0: he flies it. The only difference is that on his screen, when he takes out a car or a house or whatever, he's really taking out a car. It's or, the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that's where I think a lot of our, Systems are going, I think there will come a time when we won't have the guy sitting in that little shed somewhere. It will be totally no. computerized. We will program a mission into the system, and we'll send off a fleet of these things, and we will just monitor them, and they will think for themselves. They will have all of the different variations as to what can happen and what to look out for and how to evade certain things. Uh, it's uh, it's scary because... It will make war easier. You know, when, you, when, when you're sending over all of these automated devices to wreak havoc on your enemy, you're still going to mm-hmm. be taking out people. It's just going to make things easier for the, uh, the people who want to fight the war to fight the war.
1: Yeah, and you know, we just discovered this, but this has been going on. I mean, some of these stories date back. To January of 2021. So this has been something, before we even started this podcast show, uh, some of this stuff was uh, going on, being developed. And uh, now it's come to fruition. It's out there. And and what caused me to find it was that, you know, Canada is giving $400 million to the Ukraine for air defense. I'm going, oh, gee, what are we going to do? Give them some lasers or something like that as a joke to myself. And I'm going, well, I'll be damned. You know, because we give away everything we got. Oh, yeah. And we seem to be giving it to the Ukraine.
0: Speaking of that, there's a big concern that uh, if we keep giving our equipment to the Ukraine, we're not going to have enough to protect ourselves. We're going to be in trouble. We're going to run out of stuff tanks, guns, weapons, munitions gone because we just sent our stuff over to be, you know, uh, burned up by the Ukrainians.
1: Uh, uh, maybe, we're, maybe we're sending hardware over that we know is going to deplete and we don't need anymore because apparently laser systems and these hypersonic systems are more cost-effective, more efficient, and more deadly. I wish that we were that smart. I wish that we were that
0: intelligent that we were doing this because we knew we had other stuff waiting in the wings. But uh, I, I saw a, sto- a story on this on television a couple of days ago. And there's a big concern on the part of some politicians that we're going to run out of stuff if we keep doing what we're doing, and that's that's a, a scary thought, you know. I well, mean, you can have all the nice toys in the world, but if you're giving them away,
1: well, I mean, how are we affording this? Because we have passed the point of debt as to being able to pay it back. That that happened here just recently. Uh, there are some Democrats that actually want to argue. The spending saying, yes, we've spent a lot of money. We've borrowed a lot of money, but every economist will tell you uh, we'll be able to pay it back. How are you going to pay back? They They, were talking about. So they could build up their defense of saying, oh, they did it for a reason and we're justified.
0: When we were $3 trillion in debt, they said we're putting a terrible burden on the backs of our children and grandchildren. Now we're what, $37 trillion in debt? It's impossible for them to dig out the debt. Yeah, it just can't be done it's it's probably going to be difficult to tread water to keep up with the interest payments on that money I don't
1: know how they're well, do at it. some point in time we're gonna have to just forgive the debt that's it done and start from scratch and what does that do to our economy what does that do to where our... is it now <laughs> oh I know I know I mean they say oh it's the best economy in years, really you know uh... So, what have do you we gone look, to the store recently?
0: So, Bill, what do we look out this look for this weekend? Anything in the news that you see that uh, uh, we should be watching? Uh, I would think that one of the things we got to look out for is: are there any more documents coming our way from Joe?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know the uh, the Biden uh, document hit parade just keeps on coming, uh, you know. So, and I think there's going to be uh, more discoveries, and uh, that's going to fill the news. Um I wonder I if Hunter has
0: any of the I wonder if Hunter has any documents in his possession at his houses. Well, and and if Hunter know. owns the house in Delaware, if Hunter owns the house in Delaware, is it Hunter who has possession of those documents or is it Joe? Think about that for a second.
1: Well, either way it's illegal. Now think about this. You know, Obama left the White House with eleven thousand was it eleven thousand or was it more? pages of top secret documents, but he was smart enough to go, no, they're not in boxes. I put them on the thumb drive. So, you know, you got the laptop. Have they ever checked emails and sent documents? Have they ever gone that far to do that I think on he, Hunter and Biden? Maybe what you got to do
0: is have a full audit on every living president <laughs> of the United States, ex-president of the United States former president uh maybe what you got to do is you got to look at obama's properties and see whether they find any documents there jimmy jimmy carter may have some stuff that he shouldn't have every living former president should be audited to make sure there's no documents floating around
1: i'm just saying whatever carter would have will be peanuts in comparison to these
0: oh
1: Oh,
0: oh yeah. I may yeah, I had to do it.
1: I may have been born Tuesday, but not last Tuesday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes, peanuts! Hey, friends, uh, that's going to do it for our program for today. Uh, pay attention; it's going to be a busy weekend. I think. I think there's more coming. We're going to have a lot more to talk about on Monday. If something really major happens over the weekend, just check back to it'sanotherday.com, our website. We may have an update for you. Uh, our our thoughts on what's going on and what to look out for. Yeah, and uh, that's it, buddy. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Relax if you can.
1: I trust me. I'm going to relax. I uh, I have a couple of bottles of wine, so probably uh, around two o'clock I'll have my uh, midday glass of wine. Wait a second, to... this is the second day in a row you've talked about that wine. Yeah. Is you know something? why? I'll tell you why. why. I don't. I don't have any vices. Yes. And I have been noticing that I have been having anxiety and stuff. I'm going glass yeah. of wine.
0: Well, you know the French are notorious for, uh, known for having wine at dinner, wine socially, wine to relax. So, and they live. They have a better uh, history on heart conditions.
1: Yeah, it's, that's it's better. True. Well, the heart, no, so. I don't know. My ex-wife. It was wine all the time. Didn't do my heart any good. That's all she did was wine. No, you have to drink the wine, not your ex-wife. but You have to drink the wine. Oh, well, she didn't drink any wine. She whined. Oh, no, that's a whole <laughs> different kind of wine. <laughs> have a good weekend, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Crack myself up.
0: The Voice of Freedom. CRN America.